been thinking about like what's my purpose I feel like I'm I'm sitting I'm staying still and for me I feel like that's a bad thing I think some of us are always looking to find that place that we just want to stay still that we that we just want to feel relaxed at and for me I'm just not feeling that right now so it's like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm wasting my time waiting to get to that point that I'm really okay this is this is where I feel good this is where I want to settle and I feel like for me I've been looking to different people to give me that sense of feeling settled or feeling kind of okay this is the place I want to be and I think that's a bit unfair because part of part of finding your place in the world is to put some effort in as well and I don't feel like for these past six months that I've really been putting in any effort to kind of get to know people and I feel like I completely abandon all of those aspects of my previous life or maybe even my current and I'm feeling dissatisfied with the point that I'm in with the place that I'm at and this is what's making me feel like I'm just waiting my time here I'm just like you know waiting for the next thing which is not making me feel good so to that point there's active steps that I can take to really help myself I can go out and I can start writing to my friends more regularly or, or chat them up and say, hey, you got 20 minutes for a quick WebEx just just to catch up, just to bullshit, no agenda, no promises of, of more and more. Just embrace that moment that you're at without having to build a commitment at that point because you're not sure. You just feel like, hey, I missed that person or, hey, I feel like this is the right thing to do. So just go and do it. Don't don't feel like it has to be this huge ramp up of, oh shit, what happens if, you know, uh, like I don't like them and it gets all awkward. Like go with the flow, feel out the conversation. You, you can, you can end things if it's like, okay, this is nice to see this person, but hey, we're different now. So I'm just going to like call it off. Yeah. And end the conversation. And I think on the flip side too, when you're in the moment, if you feel like through the chatting, Hey, I want to I want to spend more time with this person. Try to plan something. Try to open up some better form of communication or some better better authentic line of talking and connecting than you might have had before. And that's what you commit to, these little steps. Embrace the moment, feel out how things are going and act accordingly. I always in my coaching sessions, I I think a lot about, like, this scenario. And for me, I've been, I've been wondering if it's too binary. So I always view, or I say I always view life in the aspect of accept or act. And you're always being 
between these two moments. You're either trying to work yourself towards accepting the way that things are, or accepting that person, or accepting your feelings, or accepting the sadness, or accepting the level of achievement that you've gotten. It, it can really be of anything. And on the flip side of that, if I'm not going to accept it, I want to act. I want to do something about it. And with no regard for driving a particular agenda, right? I just want to do something. I, I can't accept the status quo. There's more I want to do. And part of what I need to figure out then if I choose to do that act is what's going to be that first goal? What's going to be that first step that I'm driving towards? And I'm always giving the example of, of the constant struggle. Whenever you feel stress, whenever you feel anxious, whenever you feel bored, these are indicators that you're struggling between those two decisions of acceptance or action. And what is that action if I choose it? And then I think at my own life. And I go, there's so much stuff that I feel like is causing me stress. And I'm not giving myself that space, that, that time, that just mind, effort, and focus to kind of work out what I'm going to do, where I am on the accept or act scale. And for me, I feel like I come back to the same answer of, of practicing mindfulness regularly. And it's not about just taking the time to go and do that, right? Building the space to, to meditate or to think or to just breathe. It's about having that constant awareness of that other option for you. Of that point that says, yes, I'm going to get to that binary zero or one point of accept or act. But that other period, I'm free to think. I'm, I'm free to feel the moment that I'm in. Feel it for what it is. Without adding more onto my plate that's creating that depression or that anxiety or that boredom. That I can be happy. I can be aware that I can be aware in that moment and maintain that awareness and I and I see this desire in me to want to practice more and I can get down on myself and I can beat myself up and I can motivate myself and I can be like okay I'm going to practice more right now For me, the greatest satisfaction is when you make that realization, when you connect that in that, that the strength that you need to deal with whatever is causing you depression or anxiety or boredom is within your abilities, your abilities of your mind, your abilities of your connections, your abilities of the relationships you have your abilities to accept 
or act. That's power that you have. And this feels good. It feels good to realize that because it helps whatever the side of that is through anxiety or boredom. It helps to find that clarity, that flow, that presentness, that awareness of the now. To be aware. To be mindful. And it almost gets contagious. Contagious in the way of, of wanting to give it away, wanting to share it with other people. Not as a not as a teacher, let me teach you what mindfulness is, but simply sharing your experiences and listening to others' experiences and making connections and encouraging each other and supporting each other. Because our journeys are so different. Our journeys towards acceptance or action is so different. It's based on our experiences, our own thoughts, our cultures, our life histories, our own prejudices, our perceptions, our senses, our thoughts, our judgments, our intuition, our feelings. Those journeys are so different for each of us. Where we get to those points of either acceptance or action can come in so many different ways. But achieving those points, getting to that awareness, that clarity, is something that's common for all of us. It's something that unites all of us is that internal struggle to understand all of those things that make me who I am and make you who you are and how we interact. There is a common value between us. To find that, to have that moment in our life, to be the best for the now based on where we are, based on who we are, allowing ourselves to simply become aware and seeing what is the effects of that, staying in the moment, enjoying that moment. What do I do about my situation? If I look at these past six months and the fact that I feel like I've been waiting, what is it that will move me closer towards acceptance or action? What are those questions that I have? What are those things that I want to know? And I, and I build that space. And it comes back down again, back through the cycle. It's hard to be unfiltered. I think this is why we thrive on human interaction. <laughs> Even when we, when we talk to ourselves or just a monologue for the enjoyment of others or (laughs) my thought of their enjoyment. We, we, we have that desire to 
get feedback, get reaction from people. I think that's why we feel connected, human to human. We all say, ah, oh, I just want my space, I just want to think. But in reality, at our choosing, at kind of the rate at which we connect like magnets, it's a good experience. It's a good experience to make a human connection. I was thinking about, well, a side note on making more connections with my wife. But I was thinking about we had this, just both actually, my wife and I, we were in Portugal yesterday uh, for, for the week. And we stayed at this great little place in, in South Portugal, in Algarve. I can't, I don't want to butcher the town. If Joanna was here, she could say it beautifully for you. But uh, Olio, like above Olio, towards the, uh, towards the east of Faro, just slightly 15, 16, 15, 20 kilometers. The point, Tom, get to the point. Um, but the human connection. And we stayed at this Airbnb, and it was this little land, uh, not so little, two, two heck acres, 20,000 meters, right, squared. And they had got this land, and they, they built these three little cabins on it, or these three little cottages, and we stayed at one of them. And I mean, for Joanne and I, that was like kind of the dream, because even Joanna thinks about this little Airbnb, and I think doing something like they did it attracted to kind of maybe our original dream or that, that one that we had that was like open the Airbnb in Italy or open the, the B&B in Italy. Run it the way you want it to be. And it was cool to see these people. We'd occasionally like interact with them over the week and it was, it was cool, just fun little chats, like super high energy. You, you know that, that person that you meet, that you have that spark, that, that moment that you meet them, there's that connection. And it was, it was awesome. And uh, so through the, the last day, they're like, hey, pop by, come have coffee with us. You know, on the day you're leaving. So we went over there yesterday. Stopped by and sat with them for about an hour, just talking with them. Like, the house was beautiful. You know, their journey, them showing us all the things. And it was cool because I felt comfortable asking them questions. I didn't feel like stupid it they made they made me feel good and i think they made me feel like it was okay for me to be uncertain for me to have these questions and it was cool it was a great human connection and maybe i'll talk more about the land in portugal later and the dreams and all that, but for me, that human connection was a memory that, that I stick with. And I feel like I'm missing that. I noticed it again today in a coaching session, making that human connection, and I realized I like that. I feel like I'm, I missed it a little bit this morning. There was a lesson I could have learned. There was, there was some course correction. There's some takeaway that I can actually be better the next time around, that I can be more aware 
when it happens. More aware to spot it. More aware to call it out in the moment. But having those human connections keeps me going, and I like it, and I want to do more of it. At least that's how I feel right now. I feel like there's more that I can do on that in, in many aspects of my life, professionally, personally. It's that whole thing, just caring about people. How we are making connections, helping each other along the journey of accept or act. <sighs> I'll tell you a story, a story I just heard. I was looking at the species of, I don't know what kind of monkeys, some sort of monkeys, ob observing them up close, probably in captivity, who knows. But I think the takeaway I saw was the story of looking at human human nature and in the animals. And the animals have their set of conditions, their understanding of life, their experiences, the way that they perceive things, whatever their situation, captivity or wild, right? How they interact in that environment that they're in. And this story was talking about how even the alpha male monkey is rarely, rarely goes and just takes advantage of the weaker ones in society. Weaker for whatever the reason would be, whatever we define weakness as. It was extremely rare. And instead of taking advantage of the weak, which I, I, I feel like I see so much in us as humans. I feel like we take advantage of the weaknesses of each other. This group of, this group of monkeys that was being observed, they actually noticed that more often it's the whole community that actually supports that other monkey that's viewed as lesser or lower or weaker. They don't take advantage of it. They help it. They support it. They bring it into the community. When they're in the moment, they observe what's going on and they can help. They know how to react in their own proper way. Whatever that reaction truly is based on how they are. And for me, we as humans can benefit from that same approach. If we're aware in that moment. If we look at it and think, yes, there's advantages I can get here. I can, I can utilize this weakness for the gain of myself. But how does that action influence the relationship, the connection I have with that other person, or with my own view of what is perceived as weakness. What do I perceive as weakness? How do I respond to that? And again, it was this connection, this underlining 
value that united all of us. We see fulfillment. We see, for the lack of a better word, for the lack of a better word, we see happiness. We, we, we get that connection because we're helping. And just the connections you make when you hear stories, how you understand it. If you listen to that literally, of course, it doesn't make sense at all. But when you relate it to those experiences that you have in your life, to how you understand the words that are being said there, what's the meaning behind that for me? For me, right? That person's simply telling a story. How am I receiving? How am I understanding that story? How am I accepting or how am I choosing to act based upon it? It was awesome to see. It was awesome to hear. It was awesome to connect it to kind of what I was feeling or what I was thinking in that moment. It gave me that bit of clarity. It gave me that awareness. And I feel better when I talk through my thoughts when I can go through it and be okay with where I am. Allow myself to make that choice, build my space, build that mindset that I need to go between acceptance, action. All right. So, my goal is to try to catch some people, get some two-way conversations going. We'll see how that goes. Uh, signing off. Ciao.